Anna Gottlieb, good morning. It's so wonderful to have you join us once again. Thank you so much for having me. Well, this is, it's well, always it's wonderful to have a conversation with you, Anna, because there's always so many amazing, great things going on at Cancer Pathway. So cancer, of course, makes still is a word that causes all of us, I think, to kind of get this pit in the bottom of our stomachs. But when we have a chance to converse, it's always with such positive energy about the kinds of things that are going on now, not in a building over on Broadway, but it's happening virtually and reaching across the country. Exactly. And we've been so fortunate. We pivoted very quickly. And of course, during COVID, more and more people needed our services. COVID and cancer do not mix well together. It's really a frightening time. There was so much upheaval in treatments and screenings and people needed so much help. And we were so glad we could be online because more people could join us. So always finding a way to make the connections, to make this challenging journey uh, something that isn't so alone. A person doesn't feel like they're just shut off somewhere, that there's someone that's going to be even virtually uh, walking with them. Exactly. And COVID kept us all home even more than before. And for people living with cancer, they were already isolated. And COVID just really added to that. And they really wanted and needed to reach out and be with other people, even if it's on a Zoom call. Exactly. Well, that is part of our conversation this morning is ultimately it will be a a Zoom event. But prior to getting to that, here is, oh, how many years has Cancer Unwrapped Teen Writing Contest been around? I believe we are going in our 15th year. Wow. 15 years. And what a great therapy, really, this is for young people. It really has been. We started it. We weren't sure what high school kids want to write about cancer. We had no idea, and it started out slow, and it has just absolutely blossomed over the years. We now have received over 6,000 essays from around the country. And that is a part of it, is that it has now gone beyond our Seattle and Puget Sound area to be literally countrywide. It's true. About three years ago, we opened it up nationally and we said, let's see what happens. And the very first year, we got essays from every single state in this country. And it's continued that way. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And And we're talking today because the essay contest is open now and it's they are due. Your final essay is due by the end of the week on March 4th. Correct. And we know kids, a lot of kids wait till the last minute. We all do. But we should be getting a lot in the next week or two. Well, and that was my thought, too, was, you know, I'm right there. I was when I was a teenager. I still contend to be a procrastinator. So I thought, you know what? Even here under the crunch is sometimes when we do our best work. So I feel that we still are at a good point in time to encourage anyone who is a teen, knows a teen, uh, lives with a teen, teaches a teen, 
to encourage them to tell their story, and it can be from really any perspective of dealing with cancer. Exactly. We tell kids, write about your own story, write about a parent, a sibling, a friend. We've gotten essays about teachers. We've gotten essays about everybody, always really really unique. They're raw. They're real. These essays are just incredible. Some people can't believe they were written by teenagers. And that's where, let's call it therapy, even though it's not intended to be that per se, but it is because when you say their raw feelings come out, they can just really express in words, I'm going to say how cancer sucks. Yeah, exactly. And one of the reasons we started this is because it was really hard to get teens to come into support groups because they want to be teenagers. They don't want to deal with it. And it's hard enough being a teenager. So we said, let's see if they would rather write about it. And it was absolutely the best thing we could have done because all of a sudden, it's a lot easier to open up on a piece of paper than it is in person for a lot of teenagers and for a lot of us anyways. And writing is so therapeutic for people. And many of these kids tell us they've never talked to anybody about their story. They've never written about it before. And they all felt so heard. That's what we hear a lot, that it's the first time anybody heard me. And they thank us because it really helped them and their families for many of these kids their parents had no idea they even entered the contest. And that speaks volumes in itself, that they would find out about this and make that decision strictly on their own. Yes, and then these parents tell us they had no clue these kids were thinking these things. They didn't know. Because, you know, when you ask a teenager, how are you, usually the answer is fine. Yes, But here, it's so much safer, and it's easier to write out and be honest and uh, stark as you want to be, whereas saying it in person, uh, the emotions may stop you, and then you're stalled. But on paper, you can get stuck, but you can continue. Exactly. And you can really, it gives you time to think about what you want to say It brings back a lot of memories, painful, but needed to be out there. And, I mean, really, we get just so many thank yous from the kids and their families. We realize they've been waiting to unleash their stories, and we were the right people to unleash them to because it wouldn't be other kids and it wouldn't be face-to-face, and this made it really easy for them. Exactly. So who we are talking about are high school students, students who are grades 9 through 12. Exactly. So anyone in that age group is invited to share whatever the experience has been, either something they went through because of a cancer challenge in their own body, or if it's someone that's a friend, a family member, a sibling, or a parent, or an aunt or uncle or grandparent. Yes, and it's, I've always been amazed that there are a lot of stories that come in with a lot of humor. You know, things that kids found really funny or really interesting during this whole experience, and they write about it so well. <laughs> well, you know, this will be a tangent for just a moment. Entering that humor, 
you realized that that was something that uh, you could capitalize on as well because there was the fundraiser in the fall around humor. Yes, there was. And it's been so important for all of us as adults and for kids. And, you know, you have to remember that's all part of it. And it really does help quite a bit. The fundraiser we had, we had um, comics that were all cancer survivors did their first turn at comedy and they had such a great time and just being able to watch them laugh and have a great time meant everything. And there too, we saw all ages because there was this just incredible little, I think she was six years old when yes. she, at that time, right? Yes, she was. <laughs> she was a star right from the get go. She was great. Yes. So this is the thing, you know, ca- yeah, cancer sucks. It's, no one wants that. But yet to see how people suffering through this use it more, almost like a platform. I'm going to stomp on you and I'm going to share something great as a result of it. Exactly. And there are so many great things that happen. You don't think that at first or during it. And then you know, there's a lot of perspective to it. And yes, some of the stories are really sad. There are kids who have lost their parents at a really young age. That is a lifelong issue. But they learn how to talk about it. And mostly they learn from each other. I've noticed that when they read their essays, every other teen applauds them, stands up for them, you know, wants to get to know them, hugs them afterwards. And it's so meaningful for their own age group. That is so beautiful to see. It's tragic that it takes this kind of disease to bring out this compassion and connection and appreciation of each other. But, you know, well, wonderful that it has come forward and they recognize it in each other. And I wish we wish we could get every teenager to write and to read these essays because it really helps them not feel alone. They realize that there's other kids that age that have gone through similar things, whether it's their own cancer, a parent, a sibling. And all of a sudden, there's this camaraderie, instant camaraderie with these teens. And many of them have become lifelong friends. So that's the thing that more teens, family members can access this because the celebration, the recognition of the essay contest winners, I have to say, everyone who writes is a winner. Then we yeah. have to look at choosing, okay, which is then the more compelling story? And it's all, it is subjective, of course, but the thing is um, for youth to understand by writing, you've already become a winner. But now that it's a virtual celebration, everyone is able to participate and hear each other's story and be encouraged. That's right. Everybody, including their families and friends, can be on the call also and listen and meet the other teens and hear everybody's stories, which is amazing. The hardest part every year is picking winners because you said everybody's a winner to us that enters. So that's the hard part. Yes, it is. So, Down to the details. The deadline is looming. Uh, It's coming up on Friday, March the 4th. And so uh, the essay needs to be, is it 1,500 words? It's 1,500 words max, and it's an essay form. 
and they write it. They go to our website, and they'll see the place to enter the essay. They can start it. They can come back to it. They don't have to do it all at one time. It saves it. And then when you're ready, you just hit submit, and we get it. Oh, it really couldn't be any easier. No, and right now we need two more states, so I hope they're coming in this week. We're waiting for two states we haven't heard from yet, Alaska and West Virginia. So if anybody knows anyone there, make sure kids enter. Oh, yes. Okay. Anybody who has connections, yes. get on your whatever social media platforms right. And, right. and connect. So the website, though, that we want to have our listeners and youth go to for the essay contest is? Cancerpathways.org. And then you'll be directed to find Cancer Unwrapped yes. Teen Writing Contest. Yes. Perfect. Well, this will be exciting to see. We'll keep fingers crossed all states entering. And certainly it originated here in our Puget Sound area. So we hope we have many entries of stories, even if they were from something that happened years ago. Use those stories. Absolutely. Any age. I mean, things happen when kids were five years old, four years old. And it is interesting to see how they perceive it at, at a later age. So we encourage everybody who has a story. It does not have to be recent. It can be any time in their lives. Exactly. Oh, it is so wonderful to be able to promote something like this because it's just such a wonderful, enriching and healing opportunity for our youth at a really critical time in their growth. So Congratulations, big applause for Cancer Pathways. And, you know, on our website also we have the winning essays. And so if you go to Cancer Unwrap, you can read some of the essays over the years. And that can be really helpful. Yes. Very. Thank you, Anna. Absolutely. And again, thank you, Anna, for being with us to encourage and promote the the Cancer uh, Pathways, Cancer Unwrapped Teen Writing Contest. Really want lots of entries and make it a really great celebration all round. And we invite everybody to participate and to come to the reception. All the information is on our website. Perfect. Well, again, many thanks, Anna Gottlieb, for all the work that you do to make such a difference in the lives of so many people here, not just in the Puget Sound, but really nationwide. Thank you, Kate, for even letting us talk about this. You're so welcome.